Hey guys, you're listening to The Soundtrack, a podcast discussing film, television, and video game music with the fans, geeks, and super freaks. Thanks for tuning into episode 14. It's your host, Zach Demas, and this is going to be a really special episode. I'm going to have Jonathan Zimney on again. You guys have heard him before. Um, he's one of my most frequent guests. And uh, this, But this episode is special because uh, way back in the day, this episode is all about James Bond. We're going to be talking all about James Bond and the theme music from that and maybe some of the soundtrack stuff. I'm not really sure what we're going to get into. But back when we were in uh, our undergrad together, uh, we watched one James Bond movie per night leading up to the premiere of Skyfall. And that was really fun. We uh, we were already kind of big fans of James Bond, but we became like super fans after that. We loved it so much. Uh, we had so much fun doing that. And so after we finished the marathon, we decided to make a big, long video kind of talking about, like, going over our reactions to Skyfall and the, all the other previous movies and what we thought of each element of those movies, like his, uh, like each of the actors, the Bond girls, the villains, uh, the gadgets and the weaponry, the vehicles, and, of course, the music. So today, that's what, mostly what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about the music and uh, maybe a little bit of news, too. Um, it actually kind of... It actually kind of makes sense to do this episode now because uh, recently uh, Daniel Craig was confirmed to return as James Bond in the next movie. So this all ties in really well, and I'm, I'm really excited. I'm a fan of Daniel Craig. He's, he sort of grew on me in the last couple of movies. So, But before we get to that, I just want to go through my usual announcements and first of all say thank you to those of you that participated in my Facebook poll. If you haven't heard yet, Mute City Music is now on YouTube. Uh, you can find these podcast episodes there. And I'm starting to create some new content. I'm, I'm, working, on, I'm working on some ideas. I, I put together kind of a list of some things that I like to do, uh, stuff that's all certainly possible. But I kind of wanted to leave it up to you guys, uh, the fans, to kind of figure out what you'd most like to see me do on my YouTube channel. Uh, I have several different ideas uh, for a series of videos that uh, might be interesting. Um, but I'm kind of just trying to test the waters a little bit first and see what you guys think uh, and to kind of get you guys involved. I'm trying to do more of that. So, uh, yeah, so that poll is still there. So please go and vote if you haven't already. And just in general, give your feedback. You know, feel free to uh, send me a message through my website uh, at MuteCityMusic.com. Let me know what you think of the show. And uh, also, of course, support me on Patreon. Um, if you really want to make an impact and really uh, help me increase the quality of my podcasts and other videos coming out, uh, supporting me on Patreon would be much appreciated. Um, and you'd have even more uh, of an influence over what I do in my upcoming videos and uh, these podcast episodes. So, yeah, however you want to get involved, even if it's just to, you know, say hi, uh, that's cool, too. I'd like to connect with all you guys. Facebook.com slash LLC. Uh, I'm all over the place, so if you want to connect, uh, please do. I'm, I'm happy to chat with you guys. All right, well, this is a familiar situation. I, don't, I can't get rid of you, can I? No, you can't. Nope. Uh, but this is great, though, because uh, this is John Zimney, in case you don't know who I'm talking about at this point, um, if you're new to the program. Uh, but this is probably... I'm more excited for this than any other episode that we've done just because uh, we're more in our element, I think, this yeah. time. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, I was really excited for this episode. Yeah, it's been a long um, time coming, I think. Yeah, and I have also haven't seen you in a while outside mm -hmm. of this, so this is... Uh, it's a treat for me. And uh, so what's the, what's the latest with you before we get started? Starting Anything? up my uh, TA portion of my program, graduate program, Woo! this week. So, All right. Yeah. Lots of work coming. <laughs> nice. Yeah. He's a busy, he's a working man, so uh, we're thankful to have him whenever he is available. 
So cool. Um, but this is great because we've actually done these conversations before. We actually, I, we, I think we mentioned it at the end of our, was it the anime podcast? Was that the last one mm-hmm. we did? Um, we kind of mentioned it then when we were going to talk about the James Bond stuff because we had done that several years ago back when back in the day when we were roommates. So Yeah, I just went back and watched that little episode that did we you? did oh, about... Yeah. I haven't we... seen it in a long time. <laughs> we were young and... <laughs> Not as good. I, think I remember. I remember the first like two parts of that. It was like a six part series of yeah. the Bond movies that we did. It was so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think it'd be great, man. I've been wanting to do that though. Just like a better version of that. Yeah. I feel like we could do like you a whole YouTube could. channel about just that. That would, idea. Yeah. But yeah, it was that was fun. We watched all the movies. We had a huge marathon up to the release of Skyfall. Um, we watched one movie a night, and we kept track of everything like just the Kill stats counts. how many martinis how many yeah. times he slept with a woman took down what our favorite theme songs just yeah. thoughts about every movie yeah Villains, basically we just gadgets everything was, yeah was cool. literally everything uh vehicles did we say vehicles yeah, yeah, yeah just vehicles. um it's it's our one of our favorite series of movies probably my favorite series of it's up there for me. Yeah, yeah, it's up there for you, too. Uh, it just was so much fun to talk about. And, yeah, so we're going to focus mostly on the music today. But this would, is perfect considering, uh, you know, Daniel Craig just got... Um, it's official that right. he's uh, he's going to be Bond for at least one more movie, I think. Also, actually, on the subject of Daniel Craig, uh, just from kind of a Bond news standpoint, did you know that he was in... Uh, he had a cameo in The Force in Awakens? Star Wars, yes. I had no idea. I found, about, uh, I, I found out about it on... Uh, Colbert when he was on. Oh the, yeah, like, yeah. Last week or something. Like that. I I saw that. I think in the special features of the DVD, and his his stormtrooper name is JB 7 <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah, I guess the story was really cool. I guess he uh, he know one of the guys that he wor- has worked with on James Bond, like one of his, uh, he said liaison. I think was the word he used. So worked with on James Bond and then he was this guy was doing Star Wars so he's like hey how's Star Wars going can I get in that <laughs> can, I, can I get in on that I'll have to be rich oh, I know connected Hollywood is Hollywood's a beautiful thing in some ways but that was cool yeah so I was just like oh man I I don't know why I didn't even pick up on it though when I saw I've only seen that movie once though so I guess it's you don't really you don't man, even notice unless yeah. you know about it and it's a good go part listen. too it's my favorite part of the movie too that's what's that's what's so great about it um it's one of my favorite scenes um, and you can totally tell it's him once yeah. you know. It's like, oh yeah. Yeah, he's he's uh, with with Ray when she kind of figures out her mind trick, Jedi mind trick powers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. So uh, Daniel Craig's cool. He's he's really grown on me over the past couple of movies, even though they haven't really been great. Well, I th- yeah, I think it's as of late, like Skyfall, Spectre were a little better. I guess how would you rank those the Daniel Craig movies? Uh, from one to four, I'd go Casino Royale, Skyfall, and then Spectre and Quantum of Solace kind of are tied. Okay, just, so you'd put just okay. Um, I don't really like. I don't hate on them. Like it's, a lot I find of it interesting. Do, but... Yeah, you so you put uh, Casino Royale just above Skyfall. I guess yeah. it's pretty universally. Um, that's a pretty universal opinion that Casino Royale is kind of the best. Yeah, um, that's my favorite Bond movie. Period. So gotcha. That's cool. Yeah. So I we could talk about like general like movie stuff as well but uh uh as we go along but we'll music we're focusing music. on the music today yeah. or we're gonna try to anyway <laughs> you know us we're so good at <laughs> <Tangents>. <laughs> staying on topic um 
Yeah, so what do you want to start with? So we're just going to kind of go chronologically. I, I'm just going to let John share his favorite uh, main themes from the movies, and we'll just kind of talk about those and what those mean, I guess, to you and the franchise as a whole, I guess. Um, so go ahead and fire. Uh, let's fire away here. Yeah, so the first one, uh, got to go with uh, the Goldfinger theme. It's I think it's probably the most well-known James Bond theme, the most it's it's a classic. Mm-hmm. Shirley yep. Bassey. things that I was thinking about when I was thinking about what, what to uh, include on my list. Um, was it a good song? Number one. Yeah. But other than that, like how they used the James Bond themes exactly, in, yeah. the, in the theme songs and how it fit the mood of the movie and how it fit James Bond as a character. I See, here's the thing. I'm, I want to make this point. I'm going to kind of revisit this as we go through this, uh, through all these songs. You made a very good point about how does it reflect Bond and, like, does it reflect the movie uh, that it's a part of. And here's the thing about why this is one of the better, and I agree with you, this is one of the better themes because, like, there's a certain style to James Bond because, like, he is a classy character. He's not just an action hero. He is a classy just person, you know, right. uh, with suits. Misogyny. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Earlier <laughs> movies. Exactly. Um, but uh, just in general, you know, because he's, he's got, like, the tuxedos, yeah. and, you know, he drinks the martini, you know, it's just he very fancy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He could fit in one. Um, and I think it's interesting how, like, these, the early movies, like the Sean Connery movies, and then there's, like, this long departure away from that, and then for the, the Daniel Craig movies, they kind of go back to that sort of aesthetic the, with this very loud, like, brass. Yeah. Like, kind of the... Uh, uh, the way the trumpets are used. Uh, there's, there's so many things about it that. Uh, and there's that theme. Yeah, there's the, the theme. Also, that, that big 2 4, like, bass trombone thing. Right. Bop. That Bop. comes back yeah. in a few of these themes, uh-huh. which is one of the more subtle ones. Uh, subtle themes. Like yeah, so try to listen to that uh, in all these, but uh, it's interesting, like, the big orchestral thing. Is dominates the early and the late movies, so yeah. it's just kind of interesting. I think those are and the best ones. That's where all my yeah. list is from, the yeah. early and the late. I think they just, those really fit James Bond well. I have one from, like, the Roger Moore era, and that mm-hmm. would live and let die, and that, right. when we get to it, that one's just a good song. That's the ver- it, that's the early Roger Moore, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, and that that one is a good song. There's times where it's like, this is not James Bond, though. Or right. It just doesn't sound like a James it Bond. It sounds too theme. much like the band, like the, the performer. Yeah, yeah, that's what it sounds yeah. like to me. But right. it's still a good song, so I included it. Um, cool. Yeah, but that's a great one. I think that's a great one to start with, too, because that's pretty much kind of the staple. It's one of the best movies, too, yeah. so uh, nice, nice choice. 
Um, it's got the really bold, like, brass things going on. And not just, like, brass. You know, it's like they're doing, like, kind of the wah-wah stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, stylistically, really, like, it's just... greasy, but well-played, like, yeah, brass yeah. things. And then also a lot of strings. That All of the my favorite themes have some sort of yeah. string thing. Yeah, it's very too. sophisticated, like yeah. like Bond is. Exactly. So, um, so I think that's perfect. He's, yeah, sophisticated, but he's he's down to throw a punch, and that's where all that right. greasy mm-hmm. brass stuff comes in. Yeah. So that, that dichotomy really right. is evident in For that sure. song. Um, so yeah, that's a great one to start with. So what's next here? Thunderball, I have. Thunderball. Yes. Perfect. Next movie. Actually. Pretty much the same feel. Yeah. But I think just like maybe on steroids a little bit because of Tom Jones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, and Shirley Bassey, was Shirley Bassey did uh, the last one, right? Yes. Should probably mention the performer. Uh, yeah, Goldfinger was 1964. This is 65. Yeah. <laughs> is that kind of that, yeah. It's kind of almost like a half-covered, like, plunger kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just has, like, a really vocal quality. Like, everyone's on the same stylistic plane, I think. Yeah, it's so, like, sexy almost. Yeah, yeah, right. You You can just see, like, the... Weird visuals of the girls, like right. in the theme yeah. song. You don't. Need, I can't even remember what this one looked like. That's a, that's another good point, though. We have. To, uh, how does the music fit with that background? And we'll talk about that a little bit later with the, um, some of the later ones. Yeah. But, and I think specifically these two songs fit really well with Sean Connery and like yeah. the whole vibe yeah. he had of, that he brought to James. Right. Exactly. Great solo. Yeah. You know what else I really like in this uh, recording is the tambourine. Yeah. It doesn't really it doesn't really stick out, but it's like it kind of really emphasizes the feel, though, a little more so than Goldfinger. Didn't Tom Jones like pass out during that recording? That, yeah, I think you told me that. Did I think I I remember uh, reading that a while ago, back when we did the actual marathon. I think Tom Jones actually actually passed out in the studio after he sang that. Um, <laughs> that's a pretty big. That's, note of that. 
Um, but that just makes it all more yeah. awesome. <laughs> it's like he left it all. He, out went, there. he left it all out there, man. Um, so that's another great one. Kind of really like Goldfinger, but just on steroids. I think. I think it just has even more of a uh, a punch. Uh, and only one year apart, it would make sense to kind of do something kind of similar. Yeah. Because the movies were all kind of similar at and that was, time. Yeah, it was only the third movie, I think. So. Yeah, third or fourth, maybe. I'm. I'm not oh, sure. Oh, fourth. Yeah, fourth. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, great. No, that's all I had to say about that, I guess. Yeah. So uh, the next one uh, I had is Live and Let Die, which is a Roger Moore movie. And I'm not a huge fan of the Roger Moore movies, but this song is really good. It just doesn't sound like right. Well, he's not Bond at the beginning. Well, There's one yeah. section that does. I think though that because of this intro, it makes the rest of the song yes. sound that much better. Yes. This, and it's like like I said, my criteria for good theme songs were good song first and yeah, foremost. Right. And this is definitely a good song. Mm -hmm. It's just a lot more happy than the other yeah. ones I have. <laughs> have you heard the... Uh... Sorry, this is awesome. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is that low uh, bass trombone? Yep. Bon. It wasn't on two and four, it was on four. Same idea though. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I was gonna just say it was. Uh, have you heard the? Uh, I think it's Guns N' Roses covers this song. Oh no. It's pretty interesting because they it covered it later. It was kind of beyond their their prime years, but I. Still pretty nice, uh, uh, yeah, nice version of it. But this is sick. <laughs> I know. <laughs> hmm. I don't remember the intro uh, montage for this either. I don't either. Another one of the best movies, though, too, mm -hmm. I think. Is that the one with uh, Christopher Walken? No, that's uh, that's one of the later ones. Uh, with I think it was Roger Moore's last movie. Uh, it was the one with uh, uh, Voodoo. Um, oh, that's right. The that's right, one. yeah. Live and let die. Like TV and all those, yeah. those guys. And we're like the main, doesn't the main villain like get inflated or something and he like pops like a balloon and lands in the water and yeah. that with the crocodiles or whatever? Yeah. Yep. That's, yeah, that's where he runs across those crocodile backs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually did that. The stunt guy actually did that. Yeah. They have like outtakes of him not making it and like <laughs> avoiding the crocodiles. That's <laughs> oh, what a time to be! I alive. know. <laughs> oh God. It has a kind of a weird ending too, but I guess cinematically it kind of works. As it fades into the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another good one too. It just it's <clears throat> upbeat in that. But that yeah. that one section does remind me of Bond, but. It, I like I like the different sections yeah. that it has. But you can tell at this this is what year? This is uh 73. 
1973. Um, yeah, 1973. So, but you can kind of hear at this point that we're starting, we're in a new decade and mm -hmm. things are kind of shifting a little bit. Um, yeah, it's almost 10 years, right, from, from uh, Thunderball. Yeah. So we skipped ahead a little bit. So yeah, Paul McCartney and Wings, that's a great, uh, it's a great song, even though it's, we're kind of drifting a little bit, but I think it's still, it's, very, it's still there. It's very 70s. Yeah, and right. like, kind of fits the mood of those movies where it, 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 the Roger Moore movies got a little bit goofier. Yeah, a yeah. A little, little bit more over the top. And they did kind of take a different, uh, different direction, didn't yeah. they? All right. Uh, so the next one I have, skipping all the way up to uh, Daniel Craig. Uh, you know my name, which is from Casino Royale. Yeah, James Bond theme, and we get the horns in there as well. And this, this is I like this uh, song specifically for this movie because. First of all, it's called You Know My Name. We all know yeah. who James Bond is. Right. And so it's not like it's a real big, like, reboot type right. thing. But it, it was a reboot, and or, it was yeah. like, it, uh, it was sort of changing the vibe back to this more gritty, uh, dirty James Bond. Uh, right. And so I just, like, You Know My Name. And this is the first cinematic that had, that didn't have, like, women. Just oh yeah, like him and the, all the cards and that kind of thing. Right, because of the the whole poker thing. Because he had he wasn't really James Bond yet. Yeah, he wasn't 007 as we know him until the end of this movie. Yeah, and so we'll be coming back to this, talking about this movie a little bit later as well. Um, but yeah, so now at this point, you're we're kind of hearing. Uh, uh, the the artist style like really kind of take center stage a little bit I think and I, I guess just uh, with pro movie production the way it is like there's probably a lot of you know uh, corporate hands in this whole thing too so they're probably yeah. like like the song should be like this right uh, like we want this type of sound for this movie and you know uh, so they really rely on the the artist to carry the song and to carry the movie now, as opposed to. Yeah. Um, so again, it doesn't really sound total Bond like, but at least there are some elements in it still. Right. Yeah, and it's still it works got the, very well. That's it's got that yeah. theme throughout. It's got the, the horns kind of in the background, some strings. That's and I think the rock style really fits that movie. It's, yeah. It was kind of a soft reboot for the franchise, and I think it brought things up to date a little bit. Yeah. This is by Chris Cornell. If you didn't know, R.I.P. Yeah. He died recently. This does... He has a very different... Um, just from a performance note, he does sound a little bit different from his, <laughs> his like, audio slave yeah. uh, sound garden you know kind of the style until the very end he got, he gets a little bit of screaming in there towards the end yeah, which yeah. I think is it works really really nicely <laughs> Michael Bolton <-y> <laughs> yeah <laughs> 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 
And you can hear a little bit of the trumpet. Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah. And it's just it's just a little bit more intense, I think. Yeah. It's just modern. Like really, that's all yeah. there is to it. Yep. Things are intense now. Music but, is intense now, right? <laughs> Especially for these James Bond movies. Yeah. This is serious. Very impressive. Sounds so triumphant, that theme when it's whenever it's used. Yeah. Oh, that's the other thing. Um, I noticed when listening listening to a lot of these, there's like fifth going up a fifth is in mm. like almost all of these themes. Right. Right. Dun, 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 gold finger, and then there's it's yeah. in there's it's just in a bunch. Oh of yeah, these. yeah. Good point. And, and so I think that does a lot of that yeah. for all this kind of these motivic this, this vibe that yeah ideas. Yeah. Like, why does it sound like James Bond? I don't know why. Maybe yeah, it's because there there's a fifth in there. Well, <laughs> it's just funny because so, do, so does like a lot of space. We've talked about it before, I think, with like Star Wars and stuff, or like these right. space Star movies have the same thing. Too. Exactly. And those are kind of different, used in a it different used to, way. Yeah, used in a different way. Um, different tonality. Fifths in a different tonality. I'd say like the space, that the use of it in like space, the space vibe is more like ascending, like those those intervals keep going up. Like you kind of have this kind of lifting feeling, yes, and then there's yeah. like, but with uh, James Bond, there seems to be like some going up and then coming down. Yeah, it'll a little go bit. up and then resolve down to something else. Yeah, finger. Yeah, finger. yeah. So it's really interesting. That's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, all these little things. It's weird how these little building blocks just all of a sudden like. Yeah, they're it's used almost everywhere. like a formula yeah. for James Bond songs. And somehow they sound all different, but they all sound, most of them right. sound like James Bond stuff. But that's good. That's the kind of like, it's the kind of connective like tissue perfect. that yeah. you really need. Yeah. It's really cool. Okay. Um, so we're going to, are we just going right to the next one? Yep. Next, uh, next film. Uh, so Another Way to Die, uh, Jack White and Alicia Keys. This, this one's very much uh, like Jack White, I yeah. think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so here we go. Sort of the same intro as You Know My Name. Again, a combination of like more traditional orchestration with you know his his really mm, crunchy fuzzy, guitar yeah, yeah. yeah this song is it, it was written by people that know how cool they are <laughs> <laughs> a movie about a character that knows how cool he is. Yeah. It's like, it's, this is like intense and sexy, but relaxed. Yeah. I do like the opening, uh, the intro, the title sequence for this movie as well. Not sure how I feel about the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah. <It's>, but <laughs> the movie's better if you watch it right after Casino Royale. Mm. And don't think too hard about it. <laughs> because <laughs> I like this most movies nowadays. Yeah. Just don't think about it. I'm not gonna 
like the parts I like about the movie is, is just the directing choices, like the visuals, some visuals. Yeah. That's just kind of what bothers me about these newer James Bonds, though, is they're kind of following this continuous storyline, and I just want to see, like, a nice standalone film, which it doesn't sound like this new one that Daniel Craig's in is going to be that way. It sounds like it's going to be a continuation, I think. It might change it, but... I think the real payoff of this song is when that the original uh, riff comes back in with the drums just yeah. like banging away. So we get this cool kind of interplay. I love that sound. It's almost kind of like, you know what, I don't know if this is their intent, but it sounds like the guitar kind of sounds like a gun, and then she's like, this is kind of like the... <laughs> People dying. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, this is straight up yeah. Jack White. <laughs> yeah. I think, and that's, I think those are the best songs. Is someone who like who has a clear voice, and then they are able to fit those. James Bond motifs in there right. organically, and it just feels like one song. <laughs> right, going up and then coming back down. It's, it's so weird that, how they uh, do that. That's in Pink Thunderball as well. Is it, oh, yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. I don't know if that's in Yeah, here we go. This is the best part of it. Yeah, and then the piano the piano gets distorted. Like that's yeah. so cool. Yeah. Just on a creative level, it's way up there in terms of it may not be the most bond like, but it really but that's what I'm talking about though, is because it's close. Like they're you listen to something like uh one of the like the Timothy Dalton ones that are just so eighties. And it's like Duran yeah, Duran, yeah. okay, great. Right. <laughs> like, it's not a good ge- song. Yeah. But yeah, it it's really just doesn't song. feel like it too much. But and the reason why this always reminds me of a Bond song is just because of that the very first thing you hear is the Bond theme but, and right. then the last thing you hear is sort of the Bond theme boom boom ding ding yeah. ding and that's yeah. that like the first and last thing you hear is, is James Bond and so yeah. the rest of the song can be whatever with this and that's why it still yeah. works yeah as much as I like as much as I like the Pierce Brosnan movies I think that they're, they fall into that trap of being a little bit 90s yeah you know yep because uh, I really like that. Okay, can we talk? If we're talking about the songs with the uh, their uh, with their title sequences, can we just talk about like Madonna, like Die Another Day, nice song, I like it. But over this montage of him getting like tortured, yeah. at the beginning, <laughs> really kind of makes me uncomfortable. So, uh, I forgot about that. Yeah. 
but that's kind of what we're talking about is like does it work with the movie that you know right that's i think that's why die another day falls flat for a lot of people because like what is this movie's identity you know it, it really we really don't know it's great it really has the pierce brosnan like he i think he brings every to everything to the table that he can mm-hmm. but i think other elements are just like really weird and of course like that was the last one before you know daniel craig had to come in and kind of maybe shoot some juice into this whole thing mm-hmm. was that it oh so was that it for you on, on that one yeah yeah and so of course like skyfall is the one right after that oscar winning that's song i was gonna talk about next you want to talk about it sure yeah i think this one is and i when i watched maybe we went back maybe and the, the, the epitome yes of, yeah. when i went back and watched i said this was my favorite bond <clears throat> theme um right i think i think it might still, hold, still hold that up. just because it fits the movie so well the character so well and it's a great song like it was on the radio a billion times yeah like it was a huge hit just for everybody it wasn't just for the movie it's a, yeah right this is the end. i think for me it loses just a little bit of weight because of the next movie in the if, in the franchise, it, because the song the song's impact is a little bit less because it feels final, right? right it feels yeah. like this is it for Daniel Craig. This is the last thing. Like it completes the trilogy, but then they kind of kept going, and then with the next, you know, it's yeah. <laughs> Smith, I, I've it been just looking kind at of, it like this is the 50 year anniversary. Like a, yeah, oh, looking that's back true. and like yeah. how kind of it yeah, does set up point. like the new M and then like Penny and all that right. stuff. Okay. So going back to kind of the laid back feel yeah. of like uh, another way to die, just kind of yeah, just really epic, but still kind of laid back, yeah. let that breathe yeah for it to be really effective so like just everything kind of washes over you and then it's just you're left with that right
voice, the, the strings really just yeah. kind of open it up. It just feels so epic and like introspective a little bit. Yeah. Like, kind of more complex emotions than just yeah, shooting and, and chicks, yeah, <laughs> drinking, yeah. It's like, oh, this is an actual person yeah. who's dealing with things. Classy, classy person, right. you know, sophisticated. Dark past. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's what I'm talking about with these, it's just, I feel like they bookends, like they don't, they want to go way back to the, the beginning. I mean, that's what it does literally with, they do it literally with the franchise. Right. Um, but also with the music too, it all just goes together. That's one of the best ones. Yeah. Yep. She like blow her voice out too recently. She. I think she has. Yeah. She's like got one of those fragile voices. Yeah. I heard she's like kind of done. I don't know. Indefinitely. A lot of concerts. Mm-hmm. High demand. Like. Yeah. You can't push yourself like that, man. It's like these, these people don't take care of their voices and they just. I mean, it's it's not really her fault even. I don't think. I think they just like constant performing. Gotta get Adele yeah. here. Got music. The, the way music is handled commercially now is just like irritating to me uh frankly just the way some performers are you know treated and expected to you know like dance <laughs> dance monkey dance <laughs> you know um yeah. I, I love those picks um i think it's worth i, I want to go back and talk about one of these 80s movies just so that sure, we can yeah. kind of compare let's talk about actually let's talk about one that probably not a lot of people are aware of uh uh, the Living Daylights, because I think A View to a Kill was Roger Moore, so we should maybe talk about um, one of the Timothy Dalton Timothy ones. Dalton, which I actually like those movies a lot. Um, yeah, so let's. I'll talk about The Living Daylights. This was uh, the first of the two for uh, mm-hmm. for Timothy Dalton. Not necessarily the the better. Like I think we both like mutually agree that License to Kill was the better mm-hmm. of those two, and actually one of my favorites. That we end up yeah. after that marathon. That was one of the ones that really stuck with me. But I want to talk about this theme song by Aha from The Living Daylights, just for its uh, the pure '80s feel you get from it, and just where we were at this time. So this was 1987. Is that what it says? 87. I don't have my glasses. Yeah, on, so it's 87. So it kind of starts. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so it's you're like oh, okay like going back to the old school a little bit and then nope and the funny part is the timothy dalton movies after roger moore they went like way dark like they tried to bring it back yeah and it was yeah like, they did dark. and this this is the theme song <laughs> for that they still got some of like the they got the big orchestral hits. Yeah. Big band orchest- orchestral right. big band hits. Yeah. Like that hybrid thing. Yeah. But now this we just have funny. like eighties drums like uh <laughs> the synth. <laughs> I love it. Uh, that's so funny. 
Wow, that's, that's special. This is kind of good group. <laughs> yeah. The dying night lights. <laughs> wow. Okay, I've had <laughs> <laughs> It was uh, worth I, it though. It totally yeah, worth yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I, I just, oh man. But you kind of you get the idea though yes. that it's like they really there was just this departure, and then a lot of the not so great Bond movies are. I mean, they're kind of throughout, I guess, but they're mostly kind of concentrated right in the middle of its run there with like Moonraker and all the and all oh, that. So, <laughs> when so when did that come out? Moonraker came out like a couple was it a couple years after Star Wars. Yes. Right. Yeah. So like they're trying to like all this they're like trying to compete with Star Wars. It's like you don't have to comp- like you guys are James Bond. Like you don't have to <laughs> laser battle. <laughs> You can see the strings on people. <laughs> yeah, John. John was really keyed into it. He saw the. He saw like the. Uh, Just the wires they got. The wires that they're hanging on for There's the. There's some the people space. that. Like anti gravity, they have stuff. one leg out of frame because it's actually just on the ground and they're like <laughs> moving around like they're in space. Oh my god! Oh my god! And then they come down from that and then they're in like some sort of gondola that they drive up onto the onto the uh, onto the street and That's drive right. away and it's a gondola with wheels. That's right. Stupid. That's right. So the man, they got really silly there for a while. Yeah. But that's what I like about those. The franchise, they never took themselves too seriously, you know? And I think with the later movies, they started to. I think with the music is great. The music is what I thought it should be for yeah. each movie. Yeah. I just felt like the movies could have maybe taken themselves a little bit less seriously, you know? Because yeah. it's it's an action franchise, but there's a different... There's a campiness to yeah, it, Yeah, exactly. Know? Campiness. Um, it is what it's it is. It's a pendulum. Like, yeah, it'll it'll swing back the other way maybe. I know, and I know Daniel Craig. I read an uh, interview with whoever I can't remember who it was, but he wanted to get. He talked about trying to get back to that that feel of Bond. You know, just something that was a little bit uh, lighter, just more fun. You yeah, know, I think yeah. he wanted to have fun with the character, and I feel like he w- wasn't because I think after Skyfall he was really burned out. It didn't even set, or Spectre. I think Spectre, he was really yeah. burned out. Yeah, he said he um, would cut his wrists if he, he had to do That's right. Ones. Yeah, and he addressed that also in that same Colbert yeah. interview. He's like, uh, he's like, you know what? I had just finished that movie and like it was a bad day. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. So I I thought that was interesting. And he's a, just a great guy too. Right. Uh, so I think he really deserves that role. The more I think about it, the more I think about him in that role. And I, I felt at the end of Spectre, I felt... Like, I'd miss him a little bit, so, like, hearing that he's going to be back for another one, I think, uh, I don't want to hype it up too much, but I think it will be his best movie, I think. I think he'll go out on top. Okay, so... Um, Before we go into your cues... Yes. um, I want to talk one one little side thing. Uh It's not an official theme song, but for Spectre, we were talking about Mm -hmm. Spectre. Yeah. Um... I remember sitting in the theater and like, okay, they got Sam Smith. They're kind of trying to do the same thing they did with Adele for Skyfall, like get a big name singer to come in and do it. And I was so disappointed because it just that song just sits there and it doesn't do anything. And then a couple, I guess it was last year, Radiohead released what they had written for their version of the theme song. I think the studio had asked yeah. them to do do a theme song and they just chose. Uh, this other Sam Smith's version for God knows what reason, but the so the yeah. Radiohead song Spectre, spelled like the movie, 
is so much better. It I think, and they're similar in a lot of ways. They they've got a lot of falsetto. They're both kind of moody. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that the Radiohead version they do that moody, intense yeah, rock. So speaking well. of corporate influence, yeah, like yeah. they wanted the sound. They had like, the sound in mind. Yeah. Um, and the just yeah. the way that Radiohead realized that vision in a action in an artistic way. It's it's beautiful, and it, yeah. you, should, you should go look at that. It's, just, it's called Spectre. It's on iTunes yep. and all that. Yeah, that's a great song. Yeah, because I really this the Sam Smith. We've been kind of you know poking at it a little bit this whole time, but I think we should really just come out and say it's not that great. No. I think and and the song with that again with the title sequence not happening. Like because if you it, listen yeah. to the Radiohead with that uh, the Radiohead version with the title sequence, it will make more sense. Yeah, and I think um, it sets up the movie better. The, it fits the character the better. Octopus thing, like just yeah. like the whole the fluidity it's of the so song. Sam Smith sang it well. I right. Think. He's, he's a good singer. Did he, just, he also like, just do it in one take, too? And they're like, gold! <laughs> like, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. It, but it just, the, you, the song like, ends and you kind of like forget the last like three minutes ever happened to you. <laughs> like the chorus yeah. is okay, but it just, it just looks just, really like, almost like there's kind so of much porn- more, pornographic almost. It's, you know? it's just so <laughs> it looks really bland. Weird. And yeah. It's really, it's really weird. I agree. But anyway, so I just wanted to mention that. Not an official theme song, but in my head canon, yeah. it is now. It's, right, yeah. It's, it's like a theme song. Right. Radiohead. That's in the, in the Jonathan Zimney, James Bond canon. Right. It's, <laughs> it's, I, I, me too, actually. So I uh, I agree with that. Okay, so we're, uh, we're going to listen to a couple more things here. So we've talked a lot about theme songs. I know we, didn't, we haven't really talked about the Pierce Brosnan era stuff. Uh, we mentioned Die Another Day a little bit and Madonna, but... I want to talk about just a little bit of the underscore in some of these movies and just kind of comparing, again, comparing decades, um, and but also just the way the theme is used throughout the movies. Because not only do these themes present themselves in a way that's like, this is James Bond, like this is like the core, uh, the identity of these movies and the franchise as a whole, um, but also the way the movie soundtracks sound they have that same vibe. And so that theme is like carried through the movie, like whether it's the, the specific movie theme, like those motifs are carried through, but also the James Bond theme is heard throughout mm-hmm. just the when you, when you hear the James Bond, the original theme by the John, uh, John Barry. Barry orchestra, when he first, the very first time he says bond, James Bond, like, and the theme, you know, kind of grows out of that. So epic. Yeah. So I want to talk, but let's talk about, I want to just t- talk about some specific cues that don't, really reflect that but just have their own i want to talk about a little bit of identity with uh, just some soundtracks uh some film cues here and so i want to first talk about goldeneye because we haven't talked and that's my favorite uh movie my favorite james bond movie um i just want to talk about the, I, the reason why i talk about goldeneye is it has a very specific sound for that movie just like all these other ones but i think even more so than the other ones because of the certain instrument choices it sounds very industrial and so here's just kind of the overture from or at least part of it we'll at least play part of it from goldeneye and this is the this theme was composed by eric Serra, who's uh french i believe he was uh born in france somewhere he only did this was his only movie that he did so he had to bring you know how do you you know that's an incredible task to like be part of a franchise you know, and this is your only shot, really, because like David Arnold, I believe, did, but all of the mm-hmm. new ones, um, or most of them, if not all of them. So, oh no, he because uh, Thomas Newman did uh, Skyfall, I think. So, yeah, uh, so you really got this 
kind of juxtaposition of styles happening like throughout the series. So when it, you only have one movie, like you have to, you know, he's and of course he's kind of playing to the times. And, and Eric Serra, I think, is like a synth programmer. I'm just gonna go ahead and play it. Um, he was a he's a synth like a keyboard player and like a synth programmer. So like this is very synthesized a lot of the soundtrack. But I just love the way it starts, like almost like not even really anything melodically, just yeah. like. God, that puts me playing the video game. Oh, and yeah, that's what's yeah. great. And we'll talk. I'm definitely, there's going to be. This isn't going to be the only James Bond podcast that we're going to do. We'll talk about Grant Kirkhope. Um, I want to do a, a whole episode just about Goldeneye and how the movie transfers to the game and back yeah, and forth. Be- but like, it's there's like some groove happening. But like, just very specific, like industrial sounds. Yeah. And the like the sleigh bells. You hear like the sleigh bells. It sounds like a little triangle. Yeah, triangle. Because like yeah. the, the beginning of the movie takes place in uh, like Siberia or something like that, right? right so, yeah. <laughs> so like of course sleigh bells, right, for the snow. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's used in a different way. So I think Eric Serra really brought some tropes, you know, to the to the soundtrack, but also and it sounds nineties. Yeah. yeah. Like right, this is smack dab in the middle of the nineties, but still just like it has this movie has its own identity but it still kind of sounds like james bond it doesn't it it's definitely further off than the other movies but still i think he brought something that i thought was worth sharing right in this episode anyway just his style was just really cool Another one of my favorite tracks. If you want to, if you should go and buy the soundtrack because it really sounds great just on its own, just without the movie. Um, that's another. What else makes a great soundtrack is just sounds good by itself. Yeah. Um, but check out the the track. It's called "Ladies First, and that's when James uh, James and uh, uh, first meets Xenia in the when they're driving down the. I forget where they are. Somewhere like are they in like Monte Carlo or something? I can't remember. Um, but they're like racing down this that that mountain that mountain road, and it's just this really cool. It sounds way different than this. Uh, it's but it just sticks out like a sore thumb on the soundtrack because it's like kind of more groovy and it's got like this like acoustic bass thing. And it's really cool. So let's compare that opening scene to the opening scene of uh, one of a movie that we've already talked about, uh, Quantum of Solace. Um, so you've heard, uh, oh, this is before Another Way to Die, because I think this is the uh, opening chase scene that, mm-hmm. that opens the movie, because um, this this cue is called Time to Get Out, and yeah, it's a more substantial track, too, that's why I also want to... trunk, yeah, trunk right? yeah, right. Yeah, so this is the very beginning of the movie, and this is, of course, this is by David Arnold. So this also t- will sound like a kind of a generic kind of an action movie sequence but there's very specific hints of the bond flavor kind of it's very subtle i think but this is some kind of modern film scoring technique though Mm -hmm. actually I think Thomas Newman did Spectre as well I can't remember 
So David Arnold did the first two, I think. See, you can barely hear it, but the trombones are playing that. Dun, dun. You almost don't even realize it because it's so blended in with yeah. everything else that's going on. Da -da -da -da. Yep. yep, there we go. Totally. Screaming trumpet. There's like a time signature change in there. It kind of goes to three for a little bit. French horns. Oh, yes. Really kind of the anchor of the, yeah. the whole orchestra, I think. Yeah, French horns are so multifunctional. They play, like, chords really well, pads. Um, huge but range. Then, but then, yeah, huge range. You can play melodic stuff. Fast. Yeah. High, low. Yeah. Crazy. And then some kind of, like, modern synth kind of percussive uh, action elements thrown in. Simple idea, kind of repetitive. of the, the chase. It's the piano from the... Or it's kind of foreshadowing because the yeah. theme song hasn't happened yet. Yeah. It's like they knew. <laughs> yeah, very subtle, but it's like... It's not like in your face at all. He's like, time to get out. And then it goes. <laughs> yeah, so awesome. Cool. Yeah, so I just wanted to talk about that. We could go literally all day with this, but um, those are just a couple of my favorite kind of uh, underscore moments from, from those two movies. Like just taking two like opening sequence uh, uh, cue, film cues and just kind of seeing how they are similar, different. Uh, so like, there's really not until like the second half. I think we stopped the the GoldenEye track a little bit soon, but I think there's like a little bit more Bond. Uh, it's more Bond esque in the, that second half, but it starts very much just kind of like, uh, just more like sound effects, really, as mm -hmm. opposed to like any sort of music. But just in a in a way that it's it's really rhythmic and it drives the it drives the scene forward. Um, and then this one's more a David Arnold track. That's more of something you'd hear in a typical action movie nowadays, but still just that's what that's why i like james bond movies so much is because they take that and they they up it a little bit it's like there's a little bit it's a little bit elevated um so yeah that's really all i had to say and yeah we really hit on some great songs like you had some great picks obviously we could go forever the i really like the world is not enough uh by garbage that's a good song there's a uh, there's a lot of and uh also not something we didn't really mention also just to kind of 
to close the book is just like some of them are like instrumental some and some of them mm-hmm. are uh with lyrics so like they do a really good job of mixing that up most of them have lyrics but like the like uh honor majesty secret service was well there was a theme later later but the intro uh the title sequence was instrumental mm-hmm. i think but yeah so they 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 do different things with it and like this it, when you have such strong ideas this is just to take if we if we could take just one thing away from this episode it's that like if you have some really strong building blocks like you can anything you can morph it into anything really it's like mm-hmm. the dna and it just becomes whatever you want it to be out of that so we've heard like interval things like rising like ascending and descending lines and really cool stuff is there anything else you want to add i that's really all um just i have along to say with what you're saying just the the orchestration as well like the use of French horns and trumpets and like lo- low bass trombone things. Yeah, right. All all that. Yeah, they just they keep coming back. That... Yeah, those those motifs like they start really small and then it just builds into this really right. big thing. And so like the, all the movie, that's why they all have the same sort of. They're all in the same family, but they're not like carbon copies of right. each other. You know. So I think we should listen to the main theme. <clears throat> oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Why finish why? it out? <laughs> Duh. That, uh... <laughs> I knew I was forgetting something. Uh, yeah, so this is the main theme that we hear at the end of Casino Royale. This is probably one of the best tracks in any of the movies. Yeah. Like, it's my favorite just because of not not only is it the Bond theme, but the way it's used right at the very end of the movie. Right. The end of the movie. Bond is back. It's never used before that. It's, until yeah, it's not used until the very, the very end of the movie. Yes, yeah, so, and for the, for, the, for the ending credits. So, here we go. He's got his fresh suit. That big ass gun. but we don't hear a lot of just like straight growling. those inner voices too. Yeah. 
It moves really seamlessly between the, the swing and the straight that yeah. you feel, too. Lightning in a bottle with this this, yeah. this theme, and yeah. then they just they arranged it in everything that's ever come <laughs> after it, and it's still fresh yeah. somehow. Yeah. That's great stuff. Yeah, I think that's a great way to end it. Um, John, thanks. Yeah, that was a really great. And thanks for def me. definitely, there's going to be more that we're going to talk about it's uh with when it comes to james bond like this is james bond will return <laughs> um because we're going to talk about the video games uh and how grant kirkhope with goldeneye kind of made the the video game the n64 soundtrack what it is like basing it off the movie but also kind of basically just shoves like motifs and everything that we've talked about mm -hmm. it down your throat in that game just all over the place in a good way uh so yeah great stuff um and there's obviously so a lot of themes so tell us what your favorite themes are and your favorite movies like let's just talk about james bond like well, that's definitely uh one of our favorite things to yeah, do so never gets old uh yeah so john thanks again and uh uh thank you guys for listening and uh i'll throw it to the outro all right zach thanks for that fine segue and yeah once again thank you guys for listening uh, I'm Zach Demas, and you've been listening to the soundtrack. And hey, guys, guess what? It's been a full year since I started doing this podcast, so thank you guys for making it a great year. I've had a ton of fun, and we're only just getting started. Uh, it's been a great year of talking about all my favorite music and all different forms of media. And uh, I definitely, in this upcoming, this next season, I want to focus more on music that maybe you haven't heard before. Uh, I'll try to do that, maybe introduce you to something new. And uh, I don't want to give anything away for the one-year anniversary episode coming out. Uh, it'll be out September 30th. I don't want to really give anything away. Uh, I just want it to be a surprise. But I will say we're going to basically look back at this past uh, year and just kind of revisit some of our favorite moments. And hopefully they were some of your favorite moments, too, uh, just to kind of reflect on what, uh, what a great year it's been talking about. Uh, some big franchises and all that stuff. So uh, thank you guys so much for uh, being a part of this. I really appreciate it. There'd be no show without you guys, obviously. And yeah, the only thing that I ask is please, wherever you found this podcast, go and leave a, a rating or a, re a review or likes or whatever. Wherever you found this podcast, please go and uh, uh, please go and put in a good word for this show um, and tell your friends and uh, let's get more people. Uh, let's get more people involved in talking about some of their favorite music. Uh, and their favorite movies and TV shows and all that stuff. So uh, that would be awesome uh, to get your help there. And as always, I'm on Patreon, so uh, feel free to support me on Patreon if you like these shows and you want to, uh, and you really want to help with the quality of these uh, podcast episodes. And yeah, just to kind of recap what I talked about at the beginning, um, there should be a poll still that you can go to on Facebook uh, where you can kind of vote on some of your favorite YouTube uh, video series ideas, uh, what you'd most like to see on my YouTube channel. And uh, that's all I got. I'll talk to you guys in September for the uh, anniversary show. All right, take care.